Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Little Spooky, the show where we talk about things that spook us a little bit, like cryptids, UFOs, monsters, your grandma's doll collection, things like that. My name is Colleen. And I am COVID survivor Everett. Ah, uh, yes, the spookiest thing of all. Well, be, be, okay, hold on, I have a question. When you say grandma's doll collection, do you mean like Hummels? Like those like little tiny German things? They're like the Beanie Baby equivalent to like... Oh, no, no. My grandmother had a porcelain doll collection. Okay. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I shouldn't say a porcelain doll collection. She had a couple porcelain dolls that she kept in the guest rooms. And she also had American Girl dolls that she had set up in the guest bedrooms that would just they stared you down at night <laughs> it was it was awful. There's, there's a reason that like chucky and all those movies are scary i guess yes i just it, it, she lives way out in the country it would be dead silent you'd wake up in the middle of the night and this like ghostly 1940s schoolgirl would be staring at you from her miniature desk <laughs> Well, today I have been inspired. Do you know what I've been inspired by? I do not. A meme. No. Surprise. <laughs> have you, this has been kind of going the rounds of social media the past week or so. Have you heard of this argument about lions versus Pokemon? No. Who would win in a fight? A billion lions or every Pokemon? We're talking about like 751 or however, 700 something Pokemon. Yes. With all their powers. Yes. Let's knock out like 50 of them that can only like flop around. Right. Yeah. So like. Oh, there's closer to like 800 now anyway, or 900. So let's just say 700 active Pokemon. Yeah. And a billion lions. Yes. I mean, like, uh, I'm going to go with the lions. That's wrong. First of all, there's Pokemon that can bend space and time. A billion, a billion lions. It only takes one legendary Pokemon that can bend space and time. We're ta- uh, first off, where are we getting the space to fit in a billion lions? Those Pokemon are all going to be <laughs> suffocated. This is a meme anyway. Is this in an arena of sorts? Or, I, it's just or a, or it's a meme. Whole... The wrong answer is the lions, though, of course, because Pokemon will win. Yes. Well, you're not laying down any correct parameters. <laughs> now, if they're well, in an arena, the the lions, well, they kill themselves trying to fit into the <laughs> arena, and the Pokemon don't even don't even have a chance. Regardless, I have been inspired by this. Movie. <laughs> okay, well, you're wrong. Whatever. I want to have a cryptid battle extravaganza. Okay. I've created a bracket of sixteen different cryptids. We're going to face them off one-on-one in a battle. Now, it's not how we're going to imagine who's the coolest or who do we like the most or whatever. It's if they were to battle each other, who would win? Physical victory. For this reason, I have excluded anything that is entirely based in water, only because most cryptids wouldn't be able to fight 
in the water. Yeah, I mean, so I've you don't want to do like, that, that, like, oh, this takes place in space. Right, so I've, so so I've so excluded, right. like, okay. the Kraken and the Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that for those reasons. Okay, okay. But I have picked 16 different cryptids. Okay. I have them laid out in front of you. I see them, yes. So how I want to do this is we're just going to go down the bracket, and in the first round, we're going to go over every single one of them, so I'll do a brief explanation of each one in okay. the first round. Because I do notice that there are several that I do not recognize. But I'm sure there will be plenty that you do recognize. Yes. Can we make this a little spicier? How so? The winner of the entire bracket gets its own episode. Sure. I mean, most of these I would definitely want to do an episode about. It really depends, though, on which one wins, because a couple of these don't have too much information about them. Why'd you pick the loser ones? But they're so cool. Okay. All right. Let's get let's get this party started. So first battle number one, we have Mantis Man versus the Crocata. Neither of which I've heard of. (laughs) Well, the Mantis Man, it's pretty much self-explanatory. It's a seven foot tall bug like creature that looks like a praying mantis. But it's a man. It's not a female. They call it they call it Mantis Man because it's just roughly the size of a human. But so it could be a female. Yeah, could be male, could be female. But female praying mantises rip heads off of. Right. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. There. This was first sighted in New Jersey. Uh, There's going to be a couple of these that originate from New Jersey. And I think it's because I don't know. They just like monsters. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's not. There is a lot of information about most of these, and there is a lot of information I could go over, but really all that we're looking for here is it's a giant praying mantis. Okay. So, as so you I'm, said, just, can, I'm going to use my knowledge of praying mantis. Yes. And that's project that pretty much what we're dealing with man. here. Okay. Okay. So the crocata, this is a little different. So it's a mythical dog wolf creature. Uh, it's said to originate in India and possibly Ethiopia as well. Uh, it has the body of an extremely large dog sometimes as large as a mule. Its head resembles a hyena, and it has cloven hooves, a horse-like mane, and a tail that resembles that of a lion. Okay. Before you um, go on any further, will you say that word again? Crocata? Nope. Um, the one that starts with an H? Hyena? A hyena? I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a hyena, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Just I caught that and it really bothered the, me. The, the reason I picked this, though, is this last point. Okay. Instead of teeth, it's said to have bones, like flat bones that like can... I mean, I know teeth Not are bones. Teeth are. Yes, teeth are bones. <laughs> but it has like... I don't know why that this is even specified, but it has bones to crush its prey. So I'm imagining it's not like coming to a point like a regular canine's teeth would. Okay. They're more like flat bones so like almost like an a herbivore dinosaur but it's got a strong it's got enough, human teeth but sure but all the way around not because we have like incisors and right. canine teeth but like all the way around so it doesn't have like okay so we're, this is a wolf dog yes i'm sorry what's what a very large one so large like the size of like a mule or a donkey teeth. is a mule bigger than a donkey i think so because a mule is a mix between a horse and a donkey right, right. so let's just Halfway between, right? <laughs> now you're getting too specific. Well, um, one last thing too about this: um, the crocata also has the ability to mimic human speech, and sometimes uses that power to lure victims in. Mm. Okay, and I'm sorry, where was this one from? Um, 
this is kind of a worldwide one, but it it's thought to have originated in either India or Ethiopia. Okay. So we have the Mantis Man versus the Crocata, which is like a weird dog thing that can maybe talk to. Mm-hmm. That means nothing to the Mantis Man. Mantis Man so far cannot speak. Unless it does a few clicks to try and lure it in or something. Um, And I will point out, too, before we even pick a winner here, if one of us feels strongly one way and the other feels strongly the other way, we don't have a tiebreaker. We rock, paper, scissors this shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think there is even a competition here. It's Mantis Man 100%. Why? Okay. Just because it's bigger? It's bigger. Um, it has the, I assume that it, it's it's not just like the strength of a praying mantis. I, I imagine it's to scale. It's right. Because it's, it's seven to scale. foot tall. That thing, yes. I mean, it would just grab onto the wolf head and rip it off. I mean, if you're talking of a wolf with flat teeth, it's not even going to be able to bite through the exoskeleton. That's true. I don't feel really strongly about this matchup one way or the other, so I am fine with going with Mantis Man. Wait, no, you gotta give me something. No, I mean, the, I I feel like this is a pretty equal match, um, mainly because... Really? Yeah, if, if this Krokata was the same size, it would win. But because... Why? Because it's probably faster, and it could... I mean, the Praying Mantis really only has its, like, weird claw-like scythe hands so it it could like run around it and get it from behind or something with its teeth with its flat teeth that couldn't crush anything well the i mean i don't know it's a story (laughs) that's just what it says but well we're taking this as fact i feel like because it has the size advantage the mantis man would win yes so i'm agreeing with you there are so many other reasons the mantis man would win but i feel like the argument is useless because you're agreeing with me anyway (laughs) so carry on yeah, I don't know why you're being so confrontational when I was just agreeing it's just, with you. I, it's just, I feel strongly that this crocata is, well, I mean, like, it would be like a dog versus Matt Mantis Man, but, like, not even as strong as a dog because dogs have teeth that can bite through things. Sure, yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, carry on. Moving next. on, next battle. The Hopkinsville Goblins Ooh. versus Bigfoot. Okay, Bigfoot is self-explanatory. Yeah, and this is including all forms of Bigfoot, whether it's just like Sasquatch, Yeti, Swamp Ape, just anything like that. And everyone is familiar with Bigfoot, so I'm not going to really talk about that one. But the Hopkinsville Goblins, they're a little more interesting um, because they're a little bit lesser known. Basically, there was just one sighting of these and, like, we could do a whole episode on this. I'm not going to go super in-depth, but they're basically, like, three-ish foot-high goblins. Just picture a goblin. Okay. Um, they kind of resemble, like, greys almost, but with, like, really big ears. hmm And they have extremely long claws, and they are in a pack. So this is definitely okay. not just one right. of them versus Bigfoot. I will say, before I move on to... I did randomize this, so I didn't, like, pick this versus Bigfoot. So it did kind of work out, though, because I feel like one Bigfoot versus, like, a group of, like, five to ten of these. This is like that argument, like, an adult man versus a group of toddlers who would win. Or a billion lions versus all the Pokemon. (laughs) Okay, you start. What? Well, well, I I do want to say one more thing about the Hopkinsville Goblins, too. Um, They were the inspiration for the Pokemon Sableye 
if you're familiar with Sableye, it's a little goblin that holds a gem yeah. in its mega evolution, but when it's not mega evolved, it has gems for eyes. But yes. yeah, it looks like that, except it doesn't have gems for eyes. Okay, I got you. Um, but yeah, you tell me first. What I think would win. What you think would win. I, I definitely think Bigfoot would win. I feel like it wouldn't, it would be able to just crush these things. If there were no more than 10, it would be able to crush them. Wait, it would be you didn't specify. So are we going with a group of 10? Sure. 10 or less, yes. Okay. I feel like it would probably be very wounded in the battle, but they're only like three foot high. Okay. Um, and I imagine Bigfoot in most versions, it's usually between seven to nine feet tall, somewhere around there. Okay, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> little known fact about me. And by little known, I mean publicly available information. I, Lil C, am a twin. I have also have two other siblings, right? That's true. Four of us, all under the age of five, let's say, right? So three feet, three feet tall. Yeah. One father, six, two. We took that man down so many okay, times. But the thing is, he's not going to try and hurt you. If he went full force to try and attack as well, he would win that Yeah, battle. but then add another six of us? There's no way. I mean, you got put one little goblin at, on each limb but Bigfoot, and the other one eating the face. Bigfoot Boom. is also stronger than a human, too. He's like a buff. like. Let's say he has the strength of a gorilla. They're very, very strong. Yeah. Against ten toddlers. Have you ever been around a toddler yes i have of course i mean I, like ha have you tried to take something away from them before <laughs> do you know how strong their little baby grips okay. are how about this i feel have like you we, been bitten by a toddler we feel very strongly in opposing directions we could do rock paper scissors but i want to just say i kind of gave you mantis man last round i know so I, I feel very strongly about this one being a Hobbscopkinsville goblin myself <laughs> wait, wait, how did you say that? Hopkinsville? Yeah. Goblins. Okay, I thought you said Hopscotchville. Hopscotch, <laughs> that's the same thing. All right, fine. All right, we're going to have rock, paper, scissors. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors. I, there's probably another one that I will give you, but this one I do feel strongly about just having pretty much lived this experience. Okay, fine. So we're going to do on shoot. One, two, three, shoot. But instead of shoot, say what you... you. Well, I'll, we'll say after it happens. All right, okay, fine. On shoot. I'm going rock, okay? Okay. One, one, two, two three, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Damn it. Okay, I won with a rock. <laughs> First round, paper tie. Second round, he went rock. Okay, so Bigfoot this wins. This is why you can't trust him. Everett is a master of deception. Play mind games. Okay, so next round. Okay. Chupacabra. Mm -hmm. Sure you're familiar with Chupacabra. You know, I've never actually... I, I know I it's the goat soccer. What does it look like? I just need to know what it sure. looks like. Yeah, I can. And yeah, I'll definitely go over that. One version is it's kind of like reptilian alien like. Okay. And the other version is it's more dog like. See, and I always pictured it more of a dog. Like a hairless dog. Yeah, that's kind of how I but pictured it. But either way, it's going to be kind of, I imagine, the size of. A dog. A larger dog. Sure. German Shepherd. Yeah. It sucks blood. It kind of kills small animals like chickens, goats, farm animals. Now, the Chupacabra is going against the Kappa. 
which is one of my favorite Japanese legends. Okay. And that I've never heard of. The Kappa is roughly a human-sized turtle, but it's not a normal <laughs> turtle. It okay. just It's like a turtle human, so it's like bipedal. So it's but, like a mutant ninja turtle. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different stuff going on with this, so I'll just go over a couple of the things. Um, it kind of like lives in ponds and rivers, but like it's also able to go on land. It does capture children. It has a very deep love for cucumbers, which is the way to like kind of pacify it <laughs> if you were to encounter it. Okay. Um, and it is a master at sumo wrestling. All right. So if it gets flipped onto its shell, can it flip over? Yes, there is. It does have a different weakness, though. What's its weakness? So cucumbers. This is something that I'm not super familiar with. I imagine it's kind of more like native to Japan type thing. But it has like this weird thing on its head that holds water. And if you were to encounter a kappa, and if you don't have a cucumber handy, <laughs> that, that's serious. No, that's serious. Like that's the number one defense against these. Okay. Okay. Um. If you are to respectfully bow to the kappa, it will bow in return, and then the water thing will fall off of its head, which also incapacitates it. Okay, that's a pretty major weakness. But it's very sturdy, too, because it's a master at sumo wrestling. How tall is this? I think it's human size. Okay, so man-sized turtle wrestler. Mm -hmm. I assume that the chupacabra is not armed with cucumbers. No. Nor can it bow. No. Okay. But it can probably jump like a dog. But I imagine if this were... The cap is also very intelligent, too. Like, it's like a human okay. intelligence versus a beast, right? Okay. Um. So the, the chupacabra is not going to know that if it knocks the water off, it's going to... Right. I think we're in agreement on this one. Kappa? I think the kappa definitely wins. Yeah, I think so, too. The chupacabra is just like a, a dog eating people's livestock. Right. I mean... I mean, I don't I think there's ever been a report of, like, a chupacabra harming a human, either. Like, Right, but I mean, this isn't even a human. This is a giant turtle man. I know, but I'm just saying, like, human-sized. So it's it's hunting, you know, chickens and stuff and goats. Right. So. I, I think that we can just move on. Yeah. It's definitely the kappa. These three matchups have been very obviously one-sided. No, we were very heated in the last round. Yeah, well, but you were wrong. <laughs> well, I was right. Bigfoot moved on. But um, before we go to the next round, I want to just shout out the Kappa 2. It was, it's thought to be the inspiration for the Koopas in Mario, which are the turtle guys. Oh, yeah. but they don't have cup heads. No. It'd be more fun but if they did. But they're kind of the size of Mario, so they're like human sized. Okay. Okay. Next one. Probably going to have another one where we know about one of them and don't know about the other. So first we'll go about the one we know about, the Jersey Devil. Do you know much about the Jersey Devil, Colleen? So the story I know is there was a lady back in yep. olden times. And I think she it's had 1700s. 1700s. She had 13 kids and the yep. 13th one went all wild and it's like a wild, crazy yep. man so kid. She was said to be a witch. Or Mother Leeds was her name. She cursed her 13th child. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, guess. there's a there's a whole lot of stuff going on with it. You've been around um, kids, but the Jersey Devil is said to be that child who has lived through the centuries because it's a cursed child sure. creature. Um, it's described as having hooves, a snake tail, bat wings, and a head of a horse. Okay, 
head of a horse. I mean, that would be a curse because that's not useful at all. No. Unless you're you've got like a field. <laughs> I mean, it, it is definitely like intimidating, though. You don't want to look look a gift horse in the mouth or whatever they say. <laughs> okay, well, what's the next one? Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all that we need to talk about with the Jersey Devil. Um, terrorizes and eats children. That's one kind of fact about it. So okay. it does that. Now, it is going up against the Shore Laddie, which is a Scottish and Welsh tale. It's a ram-sized creature that roams the shores of the ocean. Uh, it's said to jingle when it moves around, so you can kind of hear it coming from far away. It can have either webbed feet or hooves, depending on who you ask. There have also been claims that it has preyed upon sheep and pregnant women. Okay. Or excuse me, I'm sorry. This was not a Scottish one. This was an Icelandic tale. Okay. I don't know why I said that. And it will impregnate use. Female sheep. That's probably why you said it was a Scottish Welsh tale. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh. um, I would like to point out that I refuse to perpetuate that stereotype. <laughs> um, but the reason I even put this on here, though, is because if you do encounter it, it is very aggressive. So it will attack if it sees you. Okay. Do you want to speak first? I can I concede the floor to you. If I had to pick, even though I, I think these are kind of similar sized, I think I would pick the Jersey Devil. It's got more going on. I would pick the Jersey Devil because you said in your last sentence of his description that he kills and preys upon children. Yes. And the shore laddie is a laddie. A child but, himself. <laughs> that's true. To be killed and preyed upon by the Jersey that, Devil. That is very true. Yes. Well, I think yeah, we can agree that Jersey Devil moves on. Right. I think that's also why you said it was Scottish because of the word laddie. But yeah, my assumption sure. is, if it's actually Icelandic, that means something completely different. But my philosophy is sound. Okay. We have finished halfway on the first round. We're moving to the other side of the bracket now. So next we have probably another one where we're going to know one and not the other. Mm -hmm. Mothman. My favorite. Yeah, Everett's got a major boner for Mothman. Um, I could talk about Mothman all day, but just to kind of go over general facts, um, it's said to be about 7 feet tall, wingspan about 10 to 15 feet, and the ability to fly 100 miles per hour. Okay. It um, isn't agreed upon what its head looks like. It could have a human head with red eyes or... A, some think it's more like a moth-like head. Others think it's an owl-like head. Uh, but either way, it has red eyes. Okay. Um, it is a premonition of a bad event. There have been no actual reports or sightings of Mothman being aggressive towards humans or anything else other than kind of possibly diving at a car but not causing any actual harm itself other than disasters that happen after sightings okay um so i'll leave it at that and it's going against spring jack okay spring jack um <laughs> very very interesting and funny story no one can even agree upon is it a human that was just weird or was it an actual creature or demon or something i mean is this like rumpelstiltskin or K something kind of and like Okay, so in the 1830s in London, there was like a diabolical supervillain. He like he dressed up in like a really tight oilskin suit 
and had like a flowing cape that resembled wings. And he was very tall, very thin. And he first gained notoriety when he was accosting women that were by themselves and ripping at their clothing and breathing noxious blue flames into their faces. Um, And he was able to kind of, the reason he's called Spring Heel Jack, I think he was like jumping from the tops of building to building to building, being basically just like a Batman villain. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so some people think it was just a human that was just being a dick, but if you were to believe this is more of a supernatural type thing, those people do believe Springhill Jack can fly as well. So it's actually wings and not a cape. Okay, so th- they might might be matched in the air. Yes. But can we just assume that he does fly? Because sure. otherwise, yeah. this is pretty boring. This is the Jersey Devil potentially just ripping. Oh, I'm sorry, Mothman just ripping apart. I'm but but Mothman doesn't have any like notable claws or anything. He but he can fly really fast though, hundred miles per hour. But they have to fight. He can't fly away. Neither of them. Right. Can. But I'm just thinking he could like dive bomb into Springhill Jack and okay. kind of crush him. Here's my thought. I feel like Springhill Jack might win in this scenario because he has uh just more incentive to be evil like he's just got more evil in his background but i think ultimately even though mothman may die he wins because he's the premonition of a bad omen that's true or the premonition of a bad event and spring Hill jackal eventually you it's know it's like knocking out that. an enemy in pokemon and then getting poisoned at the same time and dying the next round or something yeah it's just <laughs> it's just like that um <laughs> see even though i do love mothman and it's not like spring Hill jack is like that like no compared to a lot of uh, these other ones it's not like dangerous in comparison but if these two are i mean if you're a man right but like i'm just thinking compared to like you know the jersey devil or something like spring hill jack's not very intimidating mothman's definitely much much more intimidating i'll give you that but i you even pointed out that there has been almost no report of the Mothman being aggressive, whereas Springhill Jack has physically accosted women. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I'm fine with going Springhill Jack, even though Mothman's my favorite. R.I.P. I love you. All right. So next round, this is the one that I am have been most excited for: Mongolian Deathworm versus the Devouring Gourd. All right, you're gonna have to give me a rundown on both of those bad boys. <laughs> okay, so the Mongolian Deathworm kind of has become more popular in the past couple decades, uh, mainly due to the movie Tremors, which is a movie about like being in the desert with Kevin Bacon and like these giant desert worms were hunting. Also, in, like Beetlejuice, the same thing. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, yes, I can picture now, that. The difference though is the Mongolian Deathworm is said to be the size of a intestine. So anywhere between two to like seven feet. Right. But what are we talking? What's the girth? What's the, what's our, what's our girth? I, I think like? the, well, I think the girth would be that of a large snake. Okay. So it's just a floppy intestine. There's a lot more to it because okay. I'm sorry. Carry on. it has a few different ways of attacking it can spit an acidic substance that corrodes metal, much like the aliens from Alien. Okay. Um, it can also, what it likes to do is sneak up on its prey in the desert. It's from the Gobi Desert, by the way. 
it'll sneak up and then put half of its body out of the sand and explode the top half to make that acidic substance completely cover its prey and instantly kill it. But it does not die from no, because it's like a worm. So, it, like, if you know, if you cut a worm in half, you know, the larger half survives. Wait, really? Yeah, a worm has like two hearts and two brains or whatever on each end. What? Yeah. Um, I did go to high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a lot more about the Mongolian death worm. This one I actually do believe too. Like, or not believe, believe, but like, I think it's more believable because the Gobi Desert is just so vast and something like this. I don't think it could like corrode metal, but there could be like a weird undiscovered like snake species. Okay. Um, one other thing about this too, it can generate blasts of electricity. Mm. The death worm. Okay. It is going up against the devouring gourd, which is native to uh, southern Africa in Bantu folklore. It's basically based on one story where there was a group of little boys playing and they noticed a gourd and they're like, oh, look how big it's getting. And then <laughs> to their surprise, the gourd responded, if you pluck me, I'll pluck you. Oh, <laughs> so the Feisty. boys, the boys ran away, told their mom she refused to listen or believe them. Understandable. Their, their sisters wanted to see it. So they the brothers brought the sisters and then the gourd ate them. Is this like a penis thing? No, it's just like a giant, like literally a giant gourd, but it can talk and it can eat children. And how does it capture said children? I assume it has no arms nor legs. No, but it can move. Um, it looks like basically imagine a gourd kind of pear shaped with the stem and it's on its side, but the mouth is the bottom. Okay. And it can literally just like kind of lunge forward and eat children with its teeth all right it's gourd teeth do you remember <laughs> i'm i don't know why this came to mind but do you remember the movie jack frost <laughs> the which one the scary one or the, nope, the one with like the <laughs> the, 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 the snowman like where he died and he was by a ghost Michael Keaton. yes i mean i vaguely remember this movie yeah well he He's kind of pear shaped and like hops around and says, Oh, sassy as the things. snowman. Yeah, yeah. sure. I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. So I'm basically picturing well, it's, a it's, giant poisonous worm thing, against Jack Frost, played by Michael Keaton sure, in 1998. But I, I couldn't, I, I think this, the, the gourd thing can ex, like vary in size drastically. Like some people say it's like the size of just an, a very large gourd, but pumpkins and gourds can get really big. So I think the whole idea is like, don't with a really big pumpkin because it's like kind of sacred to that society like for sustenance and stuff um so it, I, i'm just gonna say it's probably like the size of a small car okay um it's the mongolian death worm yeah worms definitely. eat I think worms I'm, eat vegetation and also it can just like burn the score to the yeah garden. i mean like there's there really wasn't anything in here i <laughs> it was it was so fun though. Like I, I found this, this story of the devouring Gordon. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And it definitely could have. I think it would have beaten something like Springheel Jack. Honestly, I think it would have. This was a randomized list. Like when I organized the bracket, so it was, how would that possibly beat Springheel Jack? Well, it doesn't matter the because rapist. the Death Worm is going to fight him next round. I just I'm just picturing a giant worm and that animatronic snowman from Jack Frost <laughs> and like the worm is exploding and Jack Frost is saying something sassy. 
and melting. Because <laughs> well, he's... Death, death Worm moves on, and I okay. love the Death Worm. Maybe someday we'll do an episode about the Death Worm. Okay. But uh, next round, we have two more rounds left, or two more battles left in the first round. We have the Dover Demon versus the Afonk. Uh, Dover Demon's a little more popular, so I'll just quick go over that one. It was a small humanoid thing reported in Dover, Massachusetts in the 1970s, uh, which created a massive citywide scare. Um, there were many witnesses. It was it's basically just a small gray, like a gray alien. OK, I think some people say it did have like claws, but some say it's literally just a gray. So maybe okay, but like what does it do? It's. <laughs> I I only wanted to include it include it because of its popularity. Like it's such a well believed cryptid, but like it doesn't really do much. <laughs> it's going, so it's just like a slimy. It's just a gray. It's goblin. not even slimy. It's just a gray, except it has orange eyes instead of black eyes. Uh, just let it be. Yeah. Just let him live his life. Okay. What's the? I, well, I think yeah. I think we already know who's gonna win this one. But the Afonk is a a lake monster from Welsh. Uh, excuse me, Welsh mythology. Lake monster. I thought we. Well, excluded. but it's also not. Okay. I mean, it's lives near it's lakes. Lake adjacent. Yes, it, it's <laughs> also like terrestrial, so it can go on land. Okay. Um, it's said to be part crocodile, part dwarf, part demon, and part beaver. Hmm. So basically, how it looks is. It's just an evil-looking beaver with a crocodile head. That's basically it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, brief, brief history about this. So it preys on anyone that's foolish enough to swim in its lake. It just kind of it snaps, at, it snaps at anyone that enters or goes near its body of water that it lives in. Okay. With its crocodile teeth or its beaver tail. So basically, giant crocodile versus it's more like the toddler. well, it's it's about the size of a beaver though. Be okay, so but it's got a crocodile head, but that also puts it at roughly the same size as the Dover Demon because right. But I mean, I wouldn't walk near an alligator that was my size and expect to, to make it alive out alive. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we both know who wins yeah. this one. So Where is this from? Is this a Franche? This was a Welsh one. Welsh. All right. So last uh, battle of the round. This one, I think, I don't know if we'll agree on this one. This is this one's going to be an actual battle. So we have the Beast of Bray Road, which is kind of local to us. It's a southern Wisconsin tale. It's agreed that it's a canine-like creature. Some think it's a werewolf. Some think it's just an undiscovered species of large wolf dog hybrid okay. um but it has been known to attack people there's never been actual reported injuries or deaths but it is aggressive so basically just imagine the werewolf from the third harry potter movie okay i think that's kind of what we're looking at here sure sure sure, sure. um versus the ahul um sometimes also known as the bat squatch but some people think that's a different thing too it's basically just a giant, giant flying bat, but some people also say it's a giant flying ape. Either That's way, badass. yeah. And either way, it's it's massive. It's uh, let's see, let's look at the specs here. Uh, it's six to nine meter wingspan, so that's like twenty eight feet roughly, and I think it's about nine feet tall. Okay, so for the sake of this battle, mm -hmm. are we going with flying ape or just giant bat? Mm, 
Well, if it, if it's giant flying ape, I think it still only has the wings. Okay. So it doesn't have like arms. Ape arms. Either ape head or bat head, basically. Okay. Because it always has like talons too, like claws on its feet. Okay. But it's just basically difference in head. But I think. Oh well, you go. Give your. I honestly don't know because the the Ahul has attacked humans like in reports or whatever, but people say it mostly eats large fish. But the beast of Bray. Well, but we're making the battle. Right, so. but I'm just thinking like if it's mainly preying on fish, what kind of like teeth does it have, or like how is it able to catch them? Does it swoop down like an eagle? I mean, bears have sharp teeth. Well, right, fish. that's what I was gonna say. So the beast of Bray Road. We know it has canine-like snout with very sharp teeth and sharp claws. Mm -hmm. It obviously doesn't have the power to fly, which puts that at a slight disadvantage. I would argue that that's a major disadvantage. Remember, remember Star Wars? Very much so. Yes, no, I do remember, remember Star Wars. Remember how Anakin did not have the higher ground? <laughs> yes, that's true. Even and though that doesn't really mean anything, but yeah. The point is, you got an aerial attack. I I mean okay um, here yeah. let me tell you a a wee tale. I when I was growing up I lived in like a okay neighborhood and across the street there was this like fifty something man who was living with his mother. He was taking care of his mother and he had this tiny dog, like I shouldn't say tiny, um, I mean like Yorkie sized. Okay. And he never kept that dog on a leash. It was very well behaved. And it would just run around the yard and do its dog stuff. One day, me and my twin sister sitting on the front porch and a giant ass eagle came down and grabbed the dog. <laughs> That's sad. That's so sad. And I wish that wasn't a true story, but it is. And therefore, the Ahul wins. Well, OK, up. you can't use that as a comparison, though, because... The Beast of Bray Road is like a giant, like eight foot tall werewolf like creature. So it's yeah. not a little Yorkie. All he has to do <laughs> is pick it up, fly it up a couple hundred feet and then drop it. But that's I mean, they're roughly the same size if you're not like actually including wingspan, like just height. They're about the same size. I don't think it could pick up the Beast of Bray Road. So, I mean, it has the power to fly away to kind of like regain the ability to attack or something. But I don't know if it could pick it up. I just feel like it would, it, even if it doesn't pick up, it can do a series of aerial attacks using its giant claws to slash at its face in passing as it flies away. That's true, but also the Beast of Bray Road could also swipe at its wings, and if there's any tear in it, like the wing, it's not going to be able to fly again. I mean, that's how bat wings work. Like They're leathery. You know, if you do any sort of cut through its wing, it's not going to be able to fly again. I don't feel, I mean, I don't feel like the Beast of Bray Road has a huge advantage. I mean. I'm just, I'm still going with a hool, personally. I'm okay with that. Okay. I agree. Okay. So that completes the first round. Now we just have, I think this is quarterfinals. All right, the quarterfinals. So we have first Mantis Man versus Bigfoot. Oh, see, now that's a good matchup. They're about the same size, insect versus versus a mammal. I gotta go with Bigfoot. Bigfoot has yeah. thumbs, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bigfoot yeah. wins. Bigfoot wins, too. If you have thumbs, you win. Though it would be difficult. You give it a run for its money because the, the Mantis Man, I assume, has an exoskeleton. 
yeah. it would be difficult to penetrate. Yeah, but once you do, it's just squishy. Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna go with Bigfoot. Yeah. It would it would be a fascinating battle to watch, though. It's true. All right. Next up, we have the Kappa versus the Jersey Devil. I'm sorry. Kappa's the Turtle Man. Yep. Sumo wrestler versus the weird hybrid creature. Okay, so my question is, Jersey Devil, does that have the intelligence of a human? I would I would always kind of think so. Yeah, I guess, because it was like an actual human child, or at least born to a human, but it's like a demon. So it's got like different animal parts. I mean, it has a horse head, so does it have a horse brain? But does it, it flies. Yes, it has wings. I feel like the Kappa would win. Why? Because all he has to do is the turtley thing and be on, like, go into his little shell. I don't know if he can do that, though, because it's got to it's got to balance the thing on its head, the water thing. OK, then in that case, Jersey Devil, Jersey Devil just knocks that water thing off. I think so, too. I mean, I definitely Plus the Jersey Devil could fly to a neighboring field and grab a cucumber. That's true. <laughs> Done. I, I do think the Kappa is so much more interesting than the Jersey Devil, but I don't think I could beat it in a fight. So no. yeah, the Jersey Devil moves on. Okay. All right. So next round, we have Springheel Jack versus the Mongolian Deathworm. I'm just going to say right away, Deathworm wins. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, Deathworm Springheel Jack wins. is like, it's literally a bad Batman villain. I feel like the right lady who got assaulted by him, if she had mace, would win. So a Mongolian death worm would yeah. probably win because it's it basically explodes mace. Yes. Well, explodes like acid that will eat through right. you. So worse than mace. All right. So next we have the Afank versus the Ahul. I'm sorry. The Afank is the crocodile beaver. Crocodile beaver versus the yeah, Ahul oh, it's wins. Ahul. Yeah. Ahul wins. That's okay. not even a fight. Perfect. So now we are in the semifinals. Bigfoot versus Jersey Devil. Bigfoot. Why? From the way I'm picturing the Jersey Devil, mm -hmm. it do, it's not. It doesn't seem like a big monster. I realize it's like an amalgamation of different yeah. monster parts. Bigfoot, I always picture. Like, have you seen a silverback gorilla? Have you seen a documentary? They they can they'll take your skull and they'll just crush it in their their. Eight See, hands. and the thing that bothers me about the Jersey Devil is there's so many different variations of what it is, and no one can agree on how big it is. So, like, some people say it's, like, the same size as Bigfoot and can fly. But, like, I'm other people, that. yeah, other people say it's smaller, like, the size of a regular human or even smaller than that. Um, and I would like to point out that the Jersey Devil was cursed as a baby and therefore likely has the intelligence of a baby. Well, but it's also lived, like, 300 years, so, like, has it gained? Turtles live for a really long time, but I could beat a turtle in a fight. <laughs> I mean... I guess <laughs> it doesn't mean anything though. I'm well, going Bigfoot. I, <sighs> Bigfoot could catch it and then crush its face and its yeah, Bigfoot but like, feet. But the big, big feet. But Bigfoot only has like the ability to like use its arms and crush stuff. It doesn't have fangs or talons or claws. I always picture it as having like fangs, like big. Sharp, I mean, it might has like teeth. sharp teeth, like a like a baboon would or something. But yeah. like. But, like, it's not like a, a bat where it will swoop down and, you know, try to bite you. It okay, so has to be able to ha be grasping you and then bite that's you, true. right? But so Jersey Devil would have the advantage in that. It can fly. It fly. But it has a disadvantage in that it has a tail. Bigfoot grabs that bad 
bad boy right out of the air. That's crushes true. his face with his feet. See, this one's tough for me. I could go either way. Um, I'm going to vote Bigfoot. I think just, I don't, I'm not leaning one way or the other, but just to play devil's advocate, advocate to make it a little more interesting, I think we should rock, paper, scissors this one. Okay. All right. So again, on shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Ready? One, two, three, three, shoot. Damn it. Okay. Jersey Devil moves on. I mean, I don't, that one was tough. I almost went for Bigfoot too, but Jersey Devil moves on. All right. Next round, Deathworm versus the Ahul. This one is really interesting to me because it's like literally the definition of the the Ahul is a, it flies, right? Mm-hmm. And the definition of the Deathworm is it's underground. I feel like they would end with a truce where the Mongolian Deathworm <laughs> they, rules the earth and and the Ahul can rule, rule the, the skies. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, so... Uh, and it, it's, like, it's like a flying thing versus a worm. Yeah, but if you're not taking... If you're not taking the whole exploding poison spit thing into account, a hool definitely wins because it picks up that worm and just flings it in the ocean. Right. But once you add acid spit into the equation, and I electricity. Mean, all that worm has to do is turn its little worm head around and be like. <laughs> well, and even if the hool was able to actually pick up the death worm and like try to rip it up then that corrosive fluid is going to come out, too, and, like, handicap it. And you you made two worms. I don't think it works <laughs> like that. I think one half is going to die, and the other half is going to live. Um, I'm going to go with the Mongolian Deathworm on this one. Me too. Not sheer power, but... It has the advantage in a battle, I think. Yes. yes. I'm glad that you like the Mongolian Deathworm. I feel like... You always made fun of me for talking about it, but now you're kind of on board with it. I mean, you gave me two choices. Well, I know, but I, you, <laughs> you just seem to like the death worm compared to most of the other cryptids we've talked about. Some of them, some of these are kind of not my speed. Yeah, true. All right, we're in the final now. Okay. Not what I was expecting. I, w- I did expect the death worm to get this far, honestly, really? but I didn't expect the Jersey Devil to. I mean, death worm for the same reason as the Ahul. You're not going to even, like, no. give any sort of, like, this is the final. You don't want to make it a little more... No, I honestly... The Jersey Devil should not have made it this far <laughs> in any capacity. It's it just... It shouldn't have. I mean, I get that if it was me versus the Jersey Devil, I would lose 100%. Because horses are scary. But Mongolian Deathworm, I mean, it just has to slither into the ground and, like, come up from underneath and explode. True. I just... Well, I don't see... I guess the Jersey Devil has a snake tail, so I guess they're like kind of brethren in that they're long and slithery. Well, what do you say? I I agree. I am cr- currently crowning the death worm on my sheet of paper here with a little crown. Death worm wins. Yay. I actually love the Mongolian death worm. I think it's a fascinating story, and I would like to do an episode about it someday. I would like to bring up that the Hopkinsville Goblins got fucking robbed. <laughs> and they would have made it to the final. You put the Hopkinsville Goblins over Bigfoot, but then you were just saying a couple rounds ago that Bigfoot should have definitely beat, a, beat the Mantis Man. Yeah, we're talking ten toddler-sized goblins <laughs> against one Bigfoot. No contest. 
I mean, you got one Bigfoot against one big insect. Come on. Well, sorry for your loss. I just feel like they got the wind taken from them in the first fucking round. <laughs> I feel like I'm happy with the result, though. Sure you The are. Mongolian deathworm is badass. I mean, I wouldn't say it's badass. I would just say it it's like a dumb worm that happens. <laughs> okay, to have I want to clarify, though. It's called the Mongolian deathworm by us, but it's native to, like, you know, the Gobi Desert and the Gobi people. It, I don't have the actual name in front of me, but it translates to, like, death intestine because it looks like an intestine. So people think it's actually, like, either a snake or a legless lizard. That's not what a snake is. That's different. Yes, <laughs> I am aware of that. <laughs> well, so it's not a worm. It's not like gross right, and right, wet. Right, right, right. It's I'm like not... it's not. It's well, but then you used. Then we gotta rewind because you. That's used true. The yeah, that's true. Of a wormy worm getting ripped in half. That is very true. So we but have to either, assume it's wormy. Well, either way, it, I think it definitely would have beaten all the battles that we put it in. I just think that it's superpower happens to beat all of the other i mean like you can be as strong as you want but if somebody corrodes your face with acid yeah. you're done death worms op overpowered okay all right well that's it all right mongolian death worms dear listeners if, if you're listening to this do you agree or do you think someone else or something else was robbed like colleen does let us know um or if there was anything we didn't talk about that you thought should have been in this battle royale that could have beaten the mongolian death worm mm -hmm. let us know yeah let us know um i actually have a listener story that has been submitted Ooh. to us okay and i'm pretty excited about it okay did, did they want to reveal their name or are they going to be anonymous i think they're going to stay anonymous okay um because this involves urine <laughs> okay okay Okay, here's how the letter goes, and I quote, Okay, so when I was in my late teens, living with my parents, I got up to pee. While doing the deed, I heard a younger woman's voice outside the door ask if she could come in. I said no, and I was freaked out because it was not my mom's voice at all, and no <laughs> one else was in the house. Then, the bathroom door flung open and banged against the wall, causing me to jump and, yes, pee on myself and half the bathroom. What kind of ghost was this, CNE? <laughs> what kind of ghost is this? <laughs> um, I have your answer. It is a piss ghost. It's a piss ghost. It's like we talked about poop goblins in the first episode. This isn't like that. This is like a like a piss vampire. Wait, piss vampire. Like they consume piss or like they need permission to enter the bathroom? I mean, I, <laughs> both. So she asked for permission to enter the bathroom. He didn't specify yes or no. He just said he got freaked out. Right? Or did he say no? I said no. Okay, so she, technically, Piss Ghost shouldn't have wait, been able to wait, come Wait, but in. did she enter or did she just she slam just the door? She just opened the door. So here's my thing. So it is a vampire then because she didn't enter. Right. But she probably managed to get the, the piss that she needed. Because she... <laughs> this person was peeing, like, a stream. Was this a man or a woman? Did he I specify? I believe it's a man. Okay, so I'm picturing pee going everywhere, but she didn't enter the threshold of the door. Right. Did pee extend outward? 
Like I was not there. So <laughs> no, I I'm, just, I'm just saying a hypothetical. He says he pissed over to, himself and half the bathroom. If we're to believe this is an actual piss vampire, she didn't get in. He didn't give him permission. She didn't get in, but she may have gotten some overspray. <laughs> well, I hope that helps, listener. It was well, a piss vampire. Right. It was a piss vampire. But the thing is that but that didn't help. We identified it, but we didn't offer any advice. Here's my advice. He just he just asked what kind of ghost was this? Uh, right. But I mean, if you're still dealing with a piss vampire every time you piss, you're going to be cleaning pee off your well, floor. Did he all say the that? Time. Did he say that? No, but I would like to offer him a word <laughs> of advice. Look, read listener, piss into a jar and leave that jar out. Oh, smelly. Yeah. Tell your mom it's for protection. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if his what if his mom made asparagus that day and you just have that laying Look, out? Look, you want to appease the piss vampire. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a bunch of weird interactions. But like, if you're, you don't want to have your girlfriend over and get. Leaving out piss is an open invitation to the piss vampire. That's you true. Keep if you vampire, feed it, it's going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> You have to keep vampires out by not giving them permission. Okay, so I think um, we gave you the wrong advice. Yeah. The advice you need is well, to he never pee you're again. You're making so many assumptions here. He didn't ask her for advice. He wanted to identify the vampire. All right, piss vampire. Yeah. I recommend that you just hold it forever. <laughs> if there's no piss, always, piss always go, can't survive. Always go inside, too, because you're protected by your house. If you're outside, it can just get you. Yeah, but, it, well, no, it's just looking for piss. It doesn't want to kill you. If it kills you, it loses its piss supply. If the piss vampire gets your piss, you become a piss vampire, too? <laughs> well, no. I wonder if it could, like, manually suck the piss out. Okay. And in that okay. Case, Let's move on from yeah, that. All right. Um, okay. So, it was a piss vampire. Um, if you've got similar stories, can you please send them to us? I would love to hear them. Um uh, in all honesty, that would genuinely be terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Send us your spooky stories yes, to what is the email? Contact at nerdsloth.com. Contact at nerdsloth.com. Um, you can also DM us, slide into our DMs. Um, our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all are at nerdslothhq. Yes. And I manage most of the um, social meads. I pop in on the Twitter occasionally. So, yes, I, if you get a response, it's probably from me. And I am excited to read your stories. If you want your name out, you can tell us that we're allowed to tell your name. If you want to remain anonymous due to piss related activities or other such shenanigans, we are definitely willing to keep you anonymous. So just let us know. And if you have any specific requests for an episode topic, let us know yeah. um, if you want to hear something that's different. Uh, from what we've already done, what, I mean, this is definitely a weirder episode. We're not going to always do stuff well, we like this. We put out three episodes last week, so we wanted to do like a, uh, just a, a lighthearted. Little, yeah, a little different type stuff. But yeah, we're going to kind of go back to the original game plan next week of going over one scary thing. Spooky thing. Spooky thing. All right. Well, I think that is all. Thank you for listening, yeah. everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. We, we love you. Bye. Presented by Nerdsloth. 
a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdslot so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdslot.com. 